Hey everybody, here we are in an episode all about Lent. So if you are Catholic, tune in, you know what Lent is all about. If you're not Catholic, it's just the 40 days before um, Easter where we're acknowledging the 40 days that Jesus spent in the desert. It can be a time of fasting, it can be a time of prayer, a time of drawing closer to God, a time of reflection, sacrifice, abstaining from different foods. It can roll whichever way you want it to. So right now, I'm just going to provide some practical resources that I have found helpful for this this Lent this year, and I hope it's super helpful. Let's do it. Hey mama, this is the Baby Weight Nutritionist Podcast, where you can leave the burden of baby weight behind. So you finally feel comfortable in your body. This podcast is for you if you are looking for faith-fueled nutrition and health tips that actually work during this crazy season of raising babies and kids. It's time to ditch calorie counting, nighttime sweets, binges, and constant worrying about food and weight so you can become the healthy, happy mom that you always prayed Let's do this, friends. Okay, friends, here we are in this Linton special. You know, if I had my act together, I would have probably talked about this before Lent. However, we're doing this real time, real time, friends. So I've grown up with abstaining from meat on Fridays and Ash Wednesday with um, fasting on the Ash Wednesday and Good Friday, and that's always been a part of my life. But becoming a mother was a game changer because when you're breastfeeding and you're pregnant, you're not supposed to skip meals. You're not supposed to abstain from meals. So my Lenten seasons over the last seven, eight years or whatever have been totally different from before. So I just want to encourage you moms as you are in your Lenten seasons now with babies, with breastfeeding, pregnancy, all of that, I want to just give you some different ways to go about it. So as um, I have dove farther into food freedom and diet culture from a professional perspective and from a personal perspective, um, I've really just had this bad taste in my mouth for for fasting because diet culture gets so mixed in with this uh, this form of prayer. That's really what fasting is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a form of prayer, you know, a form of sacrifice to bring you closer to God and Jesus and to remember his you know, what he's been through and whatever reasons you might truly want to fast. However, diet culture has, it's been mixed in and now it's a way to lose weight. And you might hear, or you might be guilty of, you know, hearing, well, I'm going to lose weight this Lent and this Lent because I'm going to give up all sweets and I'm going to, you know, give up all Coke and give up all these things. And I just wanted to challenge that and say, you know, why are you giving those up? Is it because you want to lose weight? And I've talked about it the last couple of years, you know, and really just tried to create some awareness because when I 
first heard this, it was like a light bulb moment for me. It was like, oh my gosh, have I really just been wanting to lose weight or have I been really trying to get closer to God? And so, you know, think about that for a sec. Let it kind of sink in. Why are you giving something up for Lent or why have you in the past? And so again, if you're, I have a mix of Catholic listeners and non-Catholic listeners. If you're Catholic, this might be hitting you a little bit closer to home because if you're cradle Catholic and you grew up this way, you know, it probably, the behaviors probably set in, in high school, you know, oh, I'm going to give up chocolate and I'm going to lose weight in the process. And, you know, it's okay. That, that's just, that's the world we've grown up in and that's what we've known. And I've been there with you. And it was only the last couple of years where I really started to, you know, figure this out and dive in and question why, why am I doing this? Why would I want to do this? So if you are choosing too fast, here's the first tip I have for you. And I, like I said, I, I had a chip on my shoulder against fasting lately, the last several years, but I heard something prior to this Lenten season that really changed it for me, really kind of brought it a little bit closer to home. And I tried to find the podcast episode that I heard this in. I tried so hard so that I could share it with you. And so you could go listen to it, but I can't find it. It was either Blessed is She, which is a Catholic podcast, or it was a Daily Grace Co. Those are my go-to religious or faith-based um, podcasts that I listen to, and I can't find the episode. So I'm so sorry, but it was really this interesting discussion on fasting and how it can bring you closer to God. And uh, the the main takeaway that I got from it was if you fast for somebody specific, then you're going to be more su- successful. So this isn't this is moving from the diet culture side of things to how to actually fast with intention. And oh my gosh, I can't find it. I'm so sad. If you know what it is, share it with me and I'll share it to my stories or and let, let other listeners know. But geez, like when you're fasting, if you fast for somebody specific, it has a whole different meaning. So yes, of course, you want to fast because you are, you know, trying to get closer to Jesus, trying to get closer to God, but tying it to somebody helps you actually succeed. Tying it to a specific intention will help you succeed. So I have a really bad relationship with somebody. I am going to fast for that relationship. Or there's a war in Ukraine, and I am going to fast for that. So this makes it different. So instead of saying, oh, I'm not going to eat the chocolate because I want to lose weight, it becomes, I am not going to eat that chocolate because instead I'm going to pray for this other situation. Instead, I'm going to, you know, choose to focus on this relationship, to pray right now. Instead of grabbing that chocolate, I'm going to stop and say a tiny little prayer for whatever my intention is. It's a game changer. I really, I I don't, like over the last couple of years, I would have said, don't fast, you know, get your mind right. And I think this perspective is how you can get your mind right. This is how you do it. You attach an intention to it. So if it's something you are really still wanting to pursue, give that a, a shot. You know, and this episode is publishing 
or it's airing in the middle of Lent, it's never too late to change your perspective. It's never too late to do something different. Just because you started Lent in one fashion does not mean that's how you have to continue Lent or how you have to end Lent. You are totally in charge. And God knows your heart and he knows where you are and he knows where you want to go. So don't be afraid to make changes if you need to. Or just think about it differently. I just want to challenge you to think about it differently. Okay, another thing that's going to be super helpful during this Lent or your life or whatever um, is to say a a prayer for a specific purpose. So if you're Catholic, I'm talking specifically here about a novena. So we would, you would say the same prayer for nine days in a row, ideally at the same time, and it's pretty powerful. Um, I don't really know the full history behind it. If you are looking for <clears throat> an all-star Catholic, a perfect Catholic, a perfect person to follow, friends, that's not me. I am not perfect. I am not up on a pedestal. I'm just like you. I'm just doing my best and I'm trying to figure it out, trying to move forward and just, you know, come from this as a in a position of I'm learning. So a novena, I heard about it <clears throat> many, many years ago, but I've only recently kind of found it again. I'm actually this feels really corny and silly, but following an Instagram account called at it's called Pray More Novenas at Pray More Novenas. So there's mul- there's several, but that's the one I've kind of found recently. And I feel like there's pow- power in joint prayer. And yeah, so that's just something I want to suggest. If you need, you know, maybe a little bit more direction, um, you could look into a novena. Uh, another thing that's been so dang helpful in my journey this Lenten season and in life over the last couple of years is finding easy devotionals. So in the past, I would find one and it would be like so overwhelming and intimidating and have this language that I just felt that made me feel personally very inadequate. And that wasn't helpful (laughs) at all. If it wasn't something I wanted to open, then, you know, what, it wasn't serving me. It wasn't serving my relationship with God. It wasn't doing anything. So I've recently come across some super, super easy devotionals that I, that, that have a specific place in my life. So I have a, um, military praying for your soldiers devotional that I open when I need to. I have a journal about, or a devotional about your emotions. Oh gosh, I'm an emotional person and I wish I could change it and I can't and I'm coming to peace with that and I'm coming to terms with that and I have a devotional that serves that purpose and um, yeah, so I just want to encourage you to find a devotional that helps you with where you are, that's going to meet you where you are, that's not going to make you feel small, make you feel like you're inadequate. Find a devotional or a plan, or whatever, that serves you right now where you are. So for me, currently, I'm using Daily Grace Co. um, devotionals. I am not an affiliate. I'm not going to get money. Nobody gives a hoot if I'm talking about them. But I'm just sharing this with you because they have been so good to me. They're beautiful to look at. They're so cheap. 
I mean, you wait around a couple weeks and they'll have a $5 sale or a $10 sale and you can buy a couple and load up your, like stash your stock. And then you just have some, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh my goodness. Then you can just have some resources on hand that are going to be there for you and serve you where you need them. So you could get a devotional, uh, you know, preaching the gospel to yourself or, um, understanding your emotions. Um, there's some that help you memorize things. There's specific book studies. Uh, I don't know. I just say, I'm going <laughs> to, going to stop talking about it, but geez, go check it out. If it's something you're needing in your life, if you're needing just a little bit of a nudge, a little bit of a direction or a plan, look up the daily grace code devotionals. And yeah, I hope that works out for you. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing, I got a Lenten calendar from the Catholic Icing. That is like a this lady who runs her own small business, and she has um, all sorts of resources for children, for families. Uh, she has an account on Instagram, Catholic Icing, and I just found her website. She, I got the free download for a Lenten calendar with my kids. They color in a day every day for Lent, and it's just kind of bringing more awareness, making it a little bit more concrete for the kiddos. So if you're interested in that, you could go check out the Catholic icing or really just any other way that you can figure out how to bring the family in to the Lenten process, to your prayer process. Having something visual is really super helpful. They get really excited to color in the day. And even my four-year-old the other day, it was, there's a fish on the days that you're not supposed to eat meat and you're supposed to, that you're allowed to eat only fish or whatever other non-meat option you like. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm struggling, guys. But he, you know, in the morning, he was like, Mom, we can't eat meat today. And then later that night, when we were having spaghetti, he's like, Mom, we can't eat meat today. <laughs> my husband was like, What? It's the calendar. He knows what's up. <laughs> so it's making a difference. It's making it more concrete for him. And, of course, we've talked about how, you know, the meaning behind it. So there's more to it if you're not Catholic than just, you know, don't eat meat because it's bad on Fridays. Or you have to suffer because you're Catholic and that's what we do. Like, hold up, step back. Like, there's a reason. <laughs> and the reason is, you know, get, yes, abstain a little bit, suffer a tiny little bit, get a little bit closer to God. And, you know, when you look at it from a positive perspective, it's not that bad of a thing. <laughs> Although Catholic kids in high school, man, it could have been the worst thing ever. You'd have thought we were saints. You having to give up meat or give up something. <laughs> All right, guys. So again, this is just a little glimpse into how you can make your Linton journey a little bit smoother, how you can work through some of the bumps on the road, think of fasting differently, and just some things that were that have been helpful to me this Linton season and over the last couple of years in my prayer life and in my journey and becoming closer to God. So again, I'm not perfect. I am so stinking far from it and I hope you know that 
<laughs> I'm human. I'm right here with you, figuring it out along the way. And I hope that this has been helpful for you and that your Lenten season is truly getting you where you want to be, closer to the Lord. All right, guys. I just pray that oh, you can find what works. I pray that you can let go of all expectations, let go of trying to do it perfectly, that you can find your path, that you can bring your kids along with you, bring your spouse along with you, and draw everyone closer to God. Uh, the Bible says, draw near to God, and he'll draw near to you. And I just pray that we all can continue to draw closer to him. Amen. All right, guys, have a good one.